Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here with another session of prayer 2021 for today, which is August 27th. Our scripture reading for today comes from Luke chapter 22, verse 45. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Let's go to Lord with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this blessed day. We thank you, Father, that that all the events we see happening around us, all the events we see happening in the news right now, Father, it brings sorrow and it brings worry. And, and this whole world is, is wondering what's happening. Lord, this is the time for Christians to take a stand. This is a time for us to, to when we, as your word says, when we see all these things happening, to look up for our redemption is drawing near. It is time for us to have great joy. Oh, we can be, be sad for what's happening around us. We can be concerned for what's happening around us, especially for those that are lost. But Father, this is a time to share the good news, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with a hurting world, because our redemption is drawing near. To you, Father, we give honor and glory and praise for all that we see and all that you are doing in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Now, yesterday we started to discuss what John had to say in 1 John 5, 16 about a sin unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. Okay. Then we reference the five qualifications outlined in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 6, which outline the only time that someone may commit a sin unto death. It says, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. Those qualifications can only apply to a believer, not a sinner. Let's look at the qualifications that must happen for a person, a believer, to commit a sin unto death. Number one, they are enlightened and see their lost condition and their need for a savior. In other words, they get born again. And they have tasted of, the, the, of Jesus Christ and have been born again. Then number three, then they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Number four, they've grown spiritually enough so they are not just a baby Christian feeding on the milk of God's word, but they are spiritually mature enough to be feeding on the meat of God's word with a deeper understanding of scriptures. And then number five, they have had the gifts of the Holy Spirit or the powers of the world to come operating in their lives and in their ministries. In order for a believer, a Christian, to commit a sin unto death, all five of those qualifications must be met. Because of, of this serious, stringent qualification, you can see why very, very few believers would ever commit such, such a terrible thing. I mean, it, it's a tragic situation when a believer who's been saved, baptized with the Holy Spirit, operated in the gifts of the Spirit, taught on, and have such a deep, revelation of scripture, they have probably worked in the ministry in some form or fashion. Not necessarily the five-fold ministry, but at least in the helps ministry or prayer ministry. And then, for some reason, 
swear off Christianity and swear off Jesus Christ and just leave the faith. I mean, it, I mean, it could be someone you know who becomes a Muslim or a Buddhist, you know, something like that. It could be someone who's who's bitter at losing a loved one, whatever the case may be. But think about it: you are casting aside the blood of Christ as being worthless to you. And I'm not talking here about a believer who leaves the church because they fell into sin, okay? Whatever it may have been, adultery, addiction of some sort, etc., and they feel unworthy of their salvation. They feel they've done something so horrible that there's no way Jesus could ever love them again. I mean, they feel miserable about their sin, but feel their future in eternity is hopeless, okay? I'm not talking about someone like that, okay? That's someone that the devil has tricked, all right? Why would the sin of death rules not apply to them? Didn't they leave the church? Yes. Didn't they commit some horrible sin? Yes. So why wouldn't that apply? Well, because the Holy Spirit is still convicting their heart. They are ashamed and sorrowful for what they did. But because they did it willingly, they feel they have committed a sin worthy of death. But that's not what the scripture says. But if they are sorrowful and the Holy Spirit is convicting their heart, that means the Holy Spirit is still in their heart. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. If they swore off Christianity and swore allegiance to you know, Islam or something like that, that's a different story altogether. Okay? If they swore off Christianity and then worked to oppress Christians, that's a different story. But just because someone committed a sin, even murder, okay, that does not mean they cannot be forgiven. There is no sin that the blood of Jesus cannot ever cover. Amen. Not one except the sin unto death of swearing allegiance to another higher power that, other than Jesus after you've been born again, not before. Not before. Because if you did that before you were born again, you can still repent and receive Jesus as your Savior. Okay, But do you notice the difference that, that John and, and, and Paul here is talking about? I know I'm way over for today, so we'll take it up here again tomorrow. But I want to pray for you right now that if you're watching this and the devil has convinced you that, that you know, oh, you did such a terrible thing, you know, that there's no way you're going to heaven, I want you to realize no matter the sin you or, or even a loved one that maybe you're worried about or praying about have committed, it is not too late to repent other than the sin unto death that we have just discussed with those five qualifications. It is a very narrow, very limited window of people that can commit such a sin unto death. I mean, even someone who's been raised as a Muslim terrorist, is you know, Islamic terrorist, can still receive Jesus as their savior if they repent of their sins and change their wicked ways. I mean, but if someone who was a Christian swore off Christianity and swore allegiance to Islam and then worked for those terrorists? That's the sin unto death. All right? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the wisdom and the revelation that the Holy Spirit's given us this morning. I thank you that the word today that the Holy Spirit had us share would be hope for someone who thought they have committed a sin worthy of death. 
someone who may have left the faith because they committed you know, what they thought was an unpardonable sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray this message reaches someone somewhere this day and that they would recognize what the Holy Spirit shared with us today, that they can still repent of their sin and receive that forgiveness from Christ Jesus. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for that. And Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. All right, so do me a favor. Leave a comment rating down below. I'd greatly appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating over on iTunes and share this episode around the world. Put it out there on your social media. This is a message today that needs to be heard. Amen. And be sure to visit our website, podcastforchrist.com. Download that free resource, How to Launch a Christian Podcast. It's free and it'll bless you immensely if you have or you're thinking of starting a podcast all your own. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you again for 1 Thessalonians 5.17, Living Bible, to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll talk again tomorrow.